1: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you.
0: Well, we do have to get uh, the group together because we've got a little Britney news to share on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Whoa, and, whoa. Uh, let's get that Cobra gang together. Let's do it. You know, when we're ready. We'll get together when we're ready. Gotta navigate away from my (laughs) cavalry first. If you've got the
1: Remember that interview that was going to air with Kevin Federline, et cetera, and then we learned, oh my God, her kids, Mm -hmm. that's Britney's kids, Um, well, in this case, actually the youngest 15-year-old Jaden, not 16-year-old Preston, interesting, but we'll talk about that in a moment. Anyway, the interview aired, and uh, it aired, I think maybe Saturday, uh, 60 Minutes Australia, no connection to ours, 60 Minutes A storied institution. Not quite the same in Australia. Kind of gossipy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that interview aired and Brittany responded and we need to talk about the, the interview and then we need to talk about the response. First, the interview. And Holly, hopefully you got the email that had a couple clips. Yes! And there's a clip that I want to play for you from uh, Kevin and a clip that I want to play for you from Jaden. And it did you get a chance to watch the interview, Colleen? I did not. Okay. So you could just read the report of the report. Mm-hmm. It's 18 minutes-ish. You can find it on YouTube. And it's it's just like the most sort of like 2020, not the year 2020, but like the old news program. Yeah,
0: 2020.
1: Which, 2020. I'm Barbara Wolfe. And
0: I'm <laughs> Hugh Downs. And Hugh Downs, yeah.
1: Well... I don't think he's with us anymore. Well, is I
0: mean and Barbara Walters. Isn't. Well,
1: she's not doing the show. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, but the moral of the story is it kind of is, it is very sort of like early 2000s, late 90s news package gossip reel. Mm-hmm. 18 minutes of this. I, I still can't understand how this reporting all went down because there's like a hundred people involved in putting this out in both on both ITV through ITV their news department and then 60 Minutes Australia. Nobody in the U.S. picked it up. Wonder why. Well, in that eighteen minutes, essentially, you are going to hear everything that you probably could have expected from Kevin Federline. Mm-hmm. And if I were to ask you to tell me what you thought the Kevin Federline interview about Britney Spears would be like, what what do you think the tone would be, Colleen?
0: Oh, I mean, there would be a, uh, there's a couple things that he's going to push. He's going to tell us. Uh, that the conservatorship was put in place to save her life, and it did what it needed to do. Mm. He's going to tell us that uh, that their home life is very normal, his with the boys, and they really try to create an atmosphere of positivity, mm. and um, that the boys have decided that she's kind of embarrassing and that they're not going to mm. spend time with her. How am I doing? Interesting.
1: Very good. Am Essentially, I hitting on all of the greatest Yeah, hits? and you'll hear that from his own mouth in just a moment. Let's play his clip first, Holly, but I just want to set it up and say he, he's, he tries to play like Switzerland, but it's so obvious to me. I'm just going to cut right to the chase. It's so obvious that he's full of doo-doo, and he's totally painting a picture, mm. which it reflects him in only the best light. Um, but Switzerland between Britain and her family he's like I just I'm over here just trying to like not get in the way so by doing interviews sorry and also collecting paycheck but let's (laughs) let's listen to Kevin Federline ex of Britney Spears father of her children who then puts one of those children on the air and we'll listen to that in a moment but first Kevin Federline himself on just not trying to you know make issues out of things and stuff
2: Mm -hmm. or not
0: Oh, well, your clip because doesn't tell oh, you regardless. They're not
2: my immediate family, you know. They're my my kids' immediate family, you know. there's That's their their grandfather and their grandmother and their uncle. And I feel that it's very important that they have relationships with all of them, regardless of what happens. I wasn't involved in any of it, so I really don't know how the conservatorship came about. I don't know whose decision it was. I don't know. All I know is that. You have a family that is worried about their daughter and trying to do whatever they can to help her. Okay. That's all that's, that's all that I knew. The boys, the boys, the boys, my kids, my family, and that was it, I had to worry about them. I couldn't get involved in all of the other stuff because it's just, I don't feel like it would be fair to Brittany. I don't feel like it would have been fair to my sons. I have no part in any of that.
1: So you feel Jamie might have
0: saved his daughter?
2: One hundred percent. I feel like he saved her back then. But
0: as you'll see, okay. So you can end
1: it there. Um,
0: BS. Sorry.
1: So no, just really quickly, I want to hear what you say. But like, he literally was like, "I didn't want to get in the middle of it," but Jamie was doing the right thing. Okay, go on.
0: I mean, BS that you (laughs) didn't know anything about how it began, like. No, I don't buy that. I do not buy that. I see the price tag and I'm not going to purchase that because you do know, you know exactly what happened. Kevin Federline was right there. He's parenting the boys like he's intimately part of that family system. Whether or not he wants to admit how much he knew that's up for debate. But but don't. You're right that he's playing Switzerland, and you can't do that.
1: Well, he's not playing, but, but but my point is like that would be one thing if that was true. Like I don't want to talk to you, and I don't want to talk to you, and you both need help, and I'm staying out of it. But he didn't.
0: No, because that he is belied had an by opinion. the fact that yeah. he
1: had an opinion. He just told you what his opinion was, which was mm-hmm. that Jamie was in the right and she needed help. Mm-hmm. He doesn't say like Jamie took it too far. Later on, he talks about how the kids love him, and it's like you, I'm. It's gross.
0: Uh, that's that is gross
1: that's nasty we,
0: and well go ahead he puts his minor children on the oh, air wait, to so talk I gotta hear about I have to hear that
1: so I want to hear a little bit of uh Jaden he's the 15 year old there's two kids Preston Jaden Preston 16 Jaden is 15.
2: It's almost as if she has to post something on instagram to get attention this has gone on for years and years and years and there's a high chance that this has never been a really stop.
1: Okay, so I should have given you a little heads up. What that was, was Jaden saying that his mom is posting all the time on social media. Also, the interview quality sounded like he was in a tin can, which is why it sounds weird. But he's basically saying she's posting all the time. If you listen to the way he just said that, does that not sound like something his dad has told him? Because what... And if not his dad,
0: he's overheard that between his dad and his stepmom. Yeah,
1: like that, like what 15 Mm -hmm. year old is like, oh, it's just, you know, unfortunate that my mom is on social media posting things. These are the same kids, by the way, who, you know, they're kids. I'm Mm -hmm. just going to say it. They're kids. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's just it's so clear to me that those kids have been coached.
0: Oh, absolutely. Especially when you take into account that the fact that uh, his other his brother, uh, Sean Preston, did an entire Instagram live about about what was going on behind the scenes, right? So these are people who use social media. They, they don't have that judgment center to decide what is attention-grabbing and not attention-grabbing at that age in the way that they use social media. So I think you're right on, Bradley. It sounds like they overheard their parents talking about that or have been coached to say such things. The
1: whole thing just sounds so, like, like a, not a hostage video, but like propaganda video. Like so Like Kevin Federline rewriting history to kind of make himself seem, and this is exactly what we expected. And I went in sort of you know, neutral thinking, like, hey, I'm open to listening because this is a complicated issue. Mm-hmm. Now, I do just want to quickly, and I would have played the audio for you, but there's a swear, so we're not going to play it, of Britney responding, because you saw that she responded, and I know you yep. listened to this.
0: Yes, absolutely. And she does get real sweary. Uh, but, I, but I'm... Th- Now I have the context for what she said. So what did she say? So she
1: said in the the piece that I wanted to read to you particularly was what she said to Jaden. Now she's addressing her kid, her son, her 15-year-old. Jaden, as you undermine my behavior just like my... whole family always has with hope. She feels better or gets better. I'll pray for her. Pray for what do you guys want me to get better so I can continue paying your dad 40 grand a month? Or is it the reason behind you guys or is the reasoning behind you guys deciding to be hateful is because it's actually over in two years and you don't get anything? Ooh. And that just came from like a re- like you can feel that that's a real place she's sharing. By the way, that video has come down. She took that down. Yeah,
0: which is a move that she does. But it
1: is it the fact that it's directed directly at her child mm. so publicly. I just I have I don't know like I, that that stung listening to that.
0: Yeah, it's it's kind of it, well, and it it feels a little bit like you said she's addressing her minor son publicly in this way. Who shouldn't have been on camera. A hundred percent. But what she's doing, like you said, it's raw and it's from a real place, but it's it's definitely directed at Kevin. Yes. But it's using Jaden as the avenue to get there, and that is even grosser. And here's I just have to say this there is so much trauma going on in that family, and and we should not be privy to it, but but it keeps on getting put in front of us. Yeah. In such a way, and many people can be wrong at the same time.
1: Oh, that's, to me, I'm, like, walking away from all this, like, y'all need some family therapy, because oh, yeah. y'all have the most resources. Now, Brittany, she's on her own journey, rightfully so, needs some time, but let's not take it to Instagram.
0: Not the place. Yeah, and we don't need a reality show of the family therapy. Please no. No, Do thank not call you.
1: Dr. Drew. No. I do not want to watch Definitely this. don't
0: talk. Doc- tell Dr. Phil Mm-mm. anything. Or D-
1: Dr. Oz. Oh,
0: okay. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, Bradley trainer got to see an amazing concert on Saturday night at the Minnesota State Fair. Other things happened at the Minnesota State Fair on Saturday night. Bradley trainer is going to tell us about his experience of all of those things after this on my talk. one oh seven one. Well, Bradley trainer was in attendance at an amazing concert at the grandstand. at the Minnesota State Fair on Saturday when other things also happened. <laughs> And Bradley Trainer uh, is gonna share uh, that with us on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. How? Mm. Wh- okay, tell us who you saw. Oh, tell us God. everything.
1: Um Diva Queen still got it, seventy-eight years on, Diana Ross. Um
0: kicking and stretching and kicking.
1: And by the way, Holly, can we play uh if if you get a chance, this there's a clip from uh John Bream of her singing It's uh, or I should say the song is rather upside down. Do you know that Diana Up, Ross song Sa-
0: it down. sounds a little like this
1: It's a, it's hard to hear her audio. I don't know like how far away he was from the stage, but that was Diana Ross At the Grandstand on Saturday night, singing Upside Down, among all your other favorite Diana Ross hits. It was such a fun concert. I did not see her the last time she was here. She
0: looks amazing.
1: She did like a quick thing. Didn't she do a quick thing at like... um, it was at a theater downtown. I can't remember which one, but anyway, it, it's been a long time since she's been here. Mm. She actually did the state fair with the Supremes back in like the sixties. Oh, you don't say. That's I think wild. it's her first time on stage at the state fair since.
0: Oh, that's so wild. So
1: like long distance. Um, she. I'm telling you, I was all ready for the like phone it in tour because you know, like this is at a stage in a in an artist's life where, you know, I mean, I'm not going to name any names, but there are other performers. I will. Okay, go ahead.
0: I'm just saying, like, I, there uh, we maybe saw Paul Simon <laughs> in concert oh. once, and he was maybe not uh, his most vibrant self.
1: So that said, <laughs> it was clear to me that that is not what we got from Diana Ross. Now, is it like Diana Ross peak, like 1970-something? No, but, like, for a performer of her caliber and of her stature and of her just storied career Mm -hmm. she still turned up and delivered a fabulous crowd-pleasing just energetic boisterous performance from somebody who literally could have just sat in a chair and sang at us truly you know and she didn't she like and the other thing is this is the thing that i marveled at and then we'll move on but i want to just say she was the most gracious like joy-filled person and i was like wow she's not like a bitter celebrity at like you know who's just like making some money on her last go around she was like she had the audience laughing she was laughing she was just you know she had like this joy about her which was which was absolutely delightful
0: i wonder i actually wonder you know she is um she has offspring who are yeah
1: one of her daughters Very. actually kicked off the show, Rhonda.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Who are also like incredibly successful, yeah. plugged into Hollywood. I wonder if there's a little piece of Diana Ross, uh, who's observing what Hollywood and celebrity of today looks like and is thinking, like, I'm gonna keep doing the thing I do. Like you said, like she's so full of joy, not bitter, not trying to like get out in front and like <laughs> Push some weird narrative. She was
1: talking to the audience. She was engaged. She really had a lot of fun. Mm. That said, I did want to be like a little bit of a curmudgeon, not about her, but like the thing that drove me up a wall, Ooh, you guys, it. was oh, that there's a, there was a screen behind her and all the screen kept showing was the audience. And oh my God, people, you are in the audience watching Diana bleeping Ross. And I didn't use the word bleeping when I said it out loud mm. on Saturday. We don't care that you got to see yourself on the big screen. Oh right! So stop acting like a fool. No, it literally was like, and it was distracting. I was like, can we just like, will you please stop? Because I don't care about the audience. Like, look. I care about the audience, right? I care about some of your every, best friends. Some are of my audience. best friends of the audience, but at the end of the day, I was there for Diana. It was so distracting to see, like you know, um, Bob and Mary yeah. Lou from you know um, Maple Grove. Maple Grove. Mm-hmm. Like, oh God, look the cameras on mm-hmm. me. Oh God, Bob, look, look, Bob, Bob, Hi Bob. Me. No, literally, it was like that for the entire night. Yeah. It was so frustrating. But despite that, Diana Ross was she was not phoning it in. She turned up. And I was so grateful that I got to see her finally in concert. And um, thank you, Ms. Ross. Okay, and you have that. like
0: literally 45 seconds. That's to all I talk, need. Because something cause else happened.
1: Literally, we went to the bathroom after the concert and I was like, y'all, it just, there were a lot of teenagers out, mm-hmm. unsupervised. And as we were getting on the Skyglide to head out, mm-hmm. the, the cop cars rolled in Oof. and things went down. And I think you probably followed the news.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I'm just glad that we were on the Skyglider.
0: Uh, and above it, heading all.
1: in the opposite direction.
0: Yikes. Which is what I always say to my kids when there's a kerfuffle, get as put as much distance away. between you and that as you can. Yes. Oof, I'm glad you guys are okay. Uh, when we come back, we've got celebrities behaving badly. We call them d after this. Oh, celebrities behaving badly. It is our job and our duty and our pleasure to highlight them in this <laughs> segment on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Chuck 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And uh, we call those celebrities behaving badly
1: D-Bags Presenting Lord and Lady
0: Douchebag of the Day. D-bags. Who's your d Bethany Frankel. Oh, Ooh. haven't heard from her in a
1: while. What's going on?
0: Okay, so uh, go with me on it's a journey. So we have to, it starts in a place. And the place it starts is uh, Bethany Frankel's um, uh, social media. So she's been speaking out about her feelings and thoughts regarding uh, the Kardashians and how the Kardashians present themselves on social media. Okay. I think that some of this is in the wake of um, Trapezius Gate. Oh, yeah, her
1: missing trap muscles. Yeah, when
0: uh, Kim Kim Kardashian decided to edit out her trapezius muscles because she don't like how it looked. So, Bethany Frankel did a side-by-side picture of herself. One is clearly photoshopped. One is not photoshopped. And she basically is like, this is the real me. I'm not vain. Um, And you know which one is the real me because I'm not vain because I don't post these pictures and like highly edit them okay. uh, and then she she's like being very preachy filtering is lying it's deceptive it makes women feel badly about themselves it makes young girls insecure and obsessed uh with unattainable perfection et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera okay so she's doing this like whole pro-woman like let's you know support each other and i am
2: woman
1: yes hear me roar well, somebody filters did not... In too big to
0: ignore. Oh, my goodness. Well, somebody did not take kindly to that. And that person is Courtney Stodden.
1: Oh. And listen, Courtney, Courtney Stodden... has entered the chat. Courtney
0: entered the chat. And Courtney is... I, I will say I am enjoying the evolution of Courtney Stodden. Courtney Stodden has found their voice post... I mean, r- really a time where they were the butt of a lot of jokes. And um they were not because yeah, treated- we thought
1: it was cool to basically make fun of people who uh were you know forced to marry someone a hundred years yeah. older than them i mean that's normal we
0: loved courtney stodden during that period of time yeah, because we clear. were fascinated and i'm not going to say that we were perfect by any stretch but but i think we had a, well, we a, a st- curiosity yeah. about courtney stodden yeah But Courtney Sodden was making the interview rounds, and one of the places she stopped was on um, Bethany Frankel's very short lived TV talk show. And on that TV talk show, right? Courtney Sodden. So Courtney Sodden went to to their social media and shared. A screen cap of that mm-hmm. and then uh, responded to Bethany Frankel. How are you, Bethany Frankel, for girls and women when you made me feel so mocked on your show when I was 19? I canceled all my other interviews in New York City and immediately returned back to L.A. crying my eyes out. She didn't try to help me. She allowed members of her audience to laugh at me and it hurt me deeply. That also causes insecurities, depression and added to my own eating disorder. I don't know. It's just hypocritical. These are the words of Courtney Stodden. I felt like I had to say, I don't read or write when she mockingly asked me about my book. I was about to bust out in tears halfway through. And they're talking about the interview. It's something I haven't forgotten, but I am fine. I just can't deal with the championing women. Uh, now, Bethany Frankel replied.
1: So basically, Courtney is saying double standard hypocrisy. Totally.
0: Yep. And Bethany Frankel responds, and I just want to try this response out on you. Bethany Frankel sends a DM to Courtney and says, I just saw your post. I watched the entire interview again. As a woman in business and branding, I was listening to what you said your goals were to be 19 to not go into porn, and to forge a new path. I was supportive of that choice, which you didn't show in any of your clips. Perhaps, unfortunately, how we present ourselves as part of our branding and marketing. You were certainly marketing yourself differently than you are now, which seems to be working for you. I wish you luck in your endeavors. If something I said upset or stuck with you, I'm sorry. Perhaps our conversation did contribute to the positive path that you embarked on. I do think about young women very much as a mother, and I believe that you changed your course and direction. That's inspirational. Okay. So it's a little weird twisty aroundy where Courtney is using their voice to say, This hurt me and harmed me. And Bethany gets a little gaslighty and says, Maybe this conversation that we had is part of what puts you on a better path.
1: Yeah. So, well, at the very least, it sounds very like mom mom, oh, or like... Kind of shamey. And I don't mean that... You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Yeah. It it's- just sounds like she's talking down to Courtney completely, patronizingly completely
0: completely so then Courtney shared that and said uh of Bethany she's hunting women left and right that conversation helped fan the flames of the public and internet fodder concerning my personal life no Bethany you do not deserve credit for my healing process
1: yeah I think Courtney's entitled to their own voice and yes. so if you're Bethany Frankel, you know, I think you just go, whoa, my bad. Sorry about that. What? Can I'm th-
0: sorry for the part I played in that.
1: Yeah. Or just say nothing at all. I mean, Courtney is entitled to their opinion. Mm-hmm. Bethany can disagree. It's fine. But reaching out shows you that something got to her. And uh, she didn't like, you know, the fact that Courtney had something to say about it. Well, so. I'm
0: trying to change their perception of what happened yeah. at that time. Courtney gets to have their story. Yeah. Bethany gets to have her story. Absolutely. Uh, we don't, th- but the but the trying to change the narrative for Courtney is that part that makes Bethany a d bag to yeah. me. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Who's your d bag? Um, Kim Kardashian. Oh. Mostly
1: because of that article. And we didn't... Well, yeah. Yes, and. So, everybody knows about her in a jockstrap, and if you don't, go Google it. I mean, it's just her butt hanging out. Like, I just... I love the world we live in today, and I would like to just make that my D-bag. Like, butt. Okay, just... Mm -hmm. Great. Lead with your butt. But no, that's not actually what brought me here. What brings me here, rather, is the interview inside her butt. Literally, because you have to open up her butt and get inside... To read the interview. Because her butt's on the front, which usually it's not. It's usually mm. on the back. It's weird that they didn't put her butt on the back.
0: I feel like it should be this the centerfold spread and it right, right down the crack. Yeah. Yeah, like a mad magazine yes. fold-in. Yeah. Maybe they Thank could do something, you. something like that. But Thank just the crack. You. Nobody asked. You me. know?
1: And then you open up anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um back to what's inside her butt, and it's this story about Pete Davidson. And she says of her now ex-boyfriend that he... Well, first of all, here's how she talks about him. He's a cutie. He's literally such a good person. They don't really make them like him anymore. I'm excited for what he has coming up. What? Okay.
0: He's a cutie? He's a
1: cutie. He's a cutie. It's so dismissive. And now, technically, I think this interview came out Well, the interview obviously came out after they broke up, but I think it might have been done beforehand. But, like, at the point that she knew that this was happening, right? Right. When she did this interview. And to refer to him as, like, he's a cutie. He's literally such a good person. They don't really make him like that. Honey, I'm confused. Because if he is a cutie and literally such a good person, not such a good person, literally such a good person, Mm -hmm. and they don't make them like him anymore. I mean, Mm -hmm. they do because he's him. He's him. Mm -hmm. I'm excited for what he has coming up. Are you, though? Because I'm still confused as to why you guys are no longer together. This is that, like, this just to me, this... That phrase, he's a cutie. He's literally such a good person. They don't, I'm just going to keep saying it over and over again. That indicates to me that this is so much a public because who talks about the person they're supposed to be in love with? Cutie.
2: That right, way, right? Right?
1: Like that. He's that's like offhandedly like somebody you worked with. Oh, he's such a cutie. I love Donna. She's such a cutie. Well, she's literally such a good person. They don't really make them like her anymore.
0: Can I be I love honest? You, Donna. As an adult, I would—I just don't feel like I would say about another adult, like that person is a cutie. I would reserve that unless you are Julia cutie patootie, true. true, And there is a whole song, but I guess I just wouldn't if there was somebody who I had been intimately involved with at some some point. That word is Uh. not it just there's a talky downiness to that yeah
1: there's a talky downiness it's also just a, a very casualness which yes. belies that they had some sort of actual relationship again what happened i'm convinced as i'm sure many people are probably no one cuz nobody cares that he broke up with her he was like this is too much Yes. you are too much your butt is hanging out mm-hmm. what can you put your butt away like what what else we got
0: mm-hmm. and we give me my jock else? strap back thanks can i have
1: my jock strap back yeah.
0: Uh yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't I don't Kim do better. Because also there's nothing she will not uh refer to the fact that they've broken up, right? Like she doesn't if she will not confront any no, question it's not gonna with be, we broke up because X, Y, or Z.
1: You're not gonna hear about it until the next season of keeping up right. with the Kardashians um we did get a tweet which
0: debuts later this month yeah oh interesting that's why we've got the (laughs) jockstrap um that's
1: i still don't get the jockstrap who in their right mind i just imagine some some you know like i don't think it was her do you really think it was her because like does she just have jockstraps lying around somebody was like girl think about it you're gonna be hot in a jockstrap and she's like, Yeah, okay, I never done that. That's oh, great. I just
0: don't get it. it's I very, don't understand. You know, androgynous that
1: yeah. way, and then I'm gonna bleach my eyebrows so it doesn't look like I have any eyebrows.
0: I, good honor. I um, enjoy.
1: Uh yeah, <laughs> good luck know. to you, ma'am. Yeah, have fun oh, that. Panda said regarding Kim and Pete, Lori dug in that is I'm assuming Lori of Lori and Julia and thinks Pete dumped Kim, especially since right after they broke up she was like trying to do post-breakup body. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm totally here for it. Also because, remember, she flew to him in Australia yeah. on her private jet. Yes. And then five minutes later said the distance between them was too much. It was too hard for them to maintain a relationship. I'm like, oh, yeah, really? But it was not too hard for you to, like, fly your uh, carbon-emitting private jet to Australia for five seconds. Mm-mm. I'm not buying it. He was like, "Peace out, bye." I yeah. Now that I now that I have all your your Chris Jenner money,
0: bye. I'm just annoyed <laughs> that he signed an NDA and can't tell us the real story. Do we know for sure that he signed I, an NDA? I cannot imagine he would that not have you, been allowed anywhere no, near that family. No, they yes. would have built a wall uh, on between. Do you them remember and this
1: him. all began? By the way, with um, her throwing him a party, a birthday party. With um, who was it that turned up?
0: Matching pajamas, flavor, 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 flav, flav. yes.
1: That's how. That's the journey we've been on. Well,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, and even before that, it all allegedly started when their chemistry was so undeniable. Well, yeah, yeah, on the set of Saturday Night Live. I encourage you, because we love revisionist history here. I encourage you. To go and watch that sketch, that Aladdin sketch, and watch the kiss, and tell me if you see a spark anywhere. Yeah, there's no spark. There's no no spark. It is the most awkward and uncomfortable situation. I don't buy it. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for bringing us on that trip. You're welcome. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, I would like to get the Cobra gang together again. This time, Brittany is not involved. Okay. But uh, another publication ship that kind of is maybe it's a zombie publication ship that's re zombifying. Mm, I'll explain it okay. when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. This Thank is the you. Colleen and Bradley show. Thank you also for the reminder of what day it is. My Talk 107.1. Tuesday it
1: feels like a Monday. It's true,
0: Bradley Trainer, although your, your, uh, your Friday is going to feel like a Friday. It's Wait, That didn't make sense. I'm just saying your week is shorter. So, yay. All right. Yeah. Now,
1: my Wednesday going to feel like a Friday. Well, Bye. That's
0: true. <laughs> yeah. Because Bradley Trainers has got plans. Mm-hmm. Do you want to share what they are?
1: I'm going on a. That's a cruise. No,
0: that's not a sad <laughs> trombone. No. That's this. Yes. Uh, and we will miss you while you are gone. But in the Crazy. meantime, in between time, we do need to get you updated on things because you're going to leave and then you're going to come back and the whole landscape will have changed. And don't be surprised, Bradley Trainer, if when you come back, Bradley Cooper and Arena Shake are back together. Shake, shake, shake your what? Well, we're going to shake the Cobra Gang right now.
2: Whenever there's trouble, without we'll are on the double with
0: the Cobra. Cobra Gang.
2: If you've got the
0: crime. This is such a, uh, an interesting PR push. And I just want you to, I'm going to lay it all out for you, Bradley. Okay. And then I just want you to like, I want your authentic first reactions. Okay. okay? So this was first reported in page six. And then of course has been picked up by other uh, outlets. Uh, apparently uh, a source close to Bradley Cooper and model Irina Shake say that maybe they are considering a reconciliation.
1: Um, Bradley, I have a question. Yeah. Isn't he dating Uma Abedin? Thank
0: you for bringing that up. That will be mentioned in just oh, a moment. All right, sorry. Bradley Cooper and Arena Shake, as you know and I know, split in 2019 after they'd been together for four years. They have a five-year-old daughter together. Mm-hmm. Um, And according <coughs> to... A relationship. Exactly. That's what we believe, that they are a relationship. We called them... Cake. Cake. Um... Apparently, according to a source, the couple has, or they have allegedly been discussing having more children together. Um, Quote, says the source, uh, of a a trip they took together. So they recently took a, a family vacation over the summer. Okay. And this source says the following. "Quote: It was a real family getaway, and they are considering getting back together. She would like her daughter to have a sibling. They both, Bradley and Irina, haven't gotten serious with anyone else, and they're both into the idea of having a kid. Um, Of course, then uh, Page Six and Elle magazine, which is where I got this, uh, refer to the fact that Bradley Cooper was recently paired with Huma Abedin. However, it was a casual connection. Yeah, just
1: in time for her new book and upcoming TV series.
0: And then she was gone as fast as she showed up. Oh, well, all right. (laughs) What
1: was that supposed to be? I
0: was going to do this. Affirming your statement. Right? The source goes on to say, and this is where it gets real fun. It's not Benefer 2.0, where the other person is always in the back of their head. It's more like... Why not? They have to deal with each other anyway, since they're parents together. They're both thinking, maybe it's time to finally really settle in. Um, that's not... What? Nobody thinks that... What? What? I guess
1: so. Hey, do you want to just, you know... I mean, we're both kind of trolls over here who aren't, you know, likely to find another human to share our lives with. Let's just settle for each other,
0: right? I mean, that's essentially what, what they're saying. Is like they're, you know, uh, you know, we have to parent this kid together. Uh,
1: Might as well just, we just keep look at each other in the face.
0: And have some babies, and then be together.
1: This is a lie. This what what I would say is it. I I could see a situation wherein either both of them want to have another child. Member publicationship. Perhaps they. You know. Look, people using their relationship for publicity is not unusual. Mm
2: -mm.
1: And how many non-celebrities use their relationships for attention Mm -hmm. slash? All sorts of things. So this is not beyond the realm of possibility, and you could see a world wherein, kind of like Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson, like we're gonna, you know, have some more children together, and we yeah. need a narrative that allows that to happen, and it doesn't beg a bunch of questions.
0: But if there is a narrative, I mean, I it's feel like they could have done but, this better. Is oh, what I'm sure. saying. Like if this is a if this Do is a press power. release um, source, which as we've learned. Is a typical way that they come up with these stories? Yeah. Is that a press release is written...
1: Yeah, by one of their PR people. It's probably his people, because I don't think she's got people that are as concerned.
0: I think he's got stuff coming up,
1: too, right? Well, he's... Yeah, I mean, he's the more, like, public-facing
0: figure. Right, right. So, um, but their PR person puts together a press... I mean, they can't even imagine like a, a a weird romantic like they went on a family vacation and started looking at each other differently again and the romance was rekindled over but spaghetti. It, it wasn't even a, rekindled you know I mean? it was just
1: like you know.
0: That's what I'm saying is like they could have done a better
1: yeah, for job sure. at
0: spinning a tail. Like if I could just come up Why with not? a fake lady in the <laughs> tramp story right here. But yeah they make it sound just so like Businessy, which
1: I guess so. Oh, sure, I'll do you again.
0: Okay, right. But I also really do appreciate that they tossed Benefer 2.0 in the mix, yeah, uh, as if to say, like, it's not going to be like these two where they've like, always been in love together behind each other's back because they were what <laughs> I know. Bradley, Bradley, oh. wake up, wake yeah, up. Yeah, we got a show to do, uh, and apparently, so do they. 'Cause that's I think what we're staring at. Also down the they reunited
1: of. for a tropical vacation and there's like a picture of them feeding pigs. You know. Great. I mean There's actually lots of pictures with her and him and pigs. It's weird.
0: Okay. Maybe they've got a thing. I, I mean, don't maybe know. that should be part know. of the story. They do look happy together. Well, they I have mean, a child together yeah. and
1: I'm a, I'm sure that, you know, I'm sure that they're friendly. Yeah. But again, it's just that relationship in particular, just seems very publication shippy. It seems yeah. perfectly timed, and I don't know how deep down conspiracy lane you want to go, but it's you don't have to go very far before you get deep and just take our friend anti lawyer's words. That's true. For it,
0: I do. I do want to just take one second to appreciate her commitment to looking sexy in the middle of a pig pen. Yeah. Which
1: I'm a sexy pig pen. Yeah, lady. I
0: mean she's definitely serving up. Luke's. Luke's. Uh, while she lays beside a pig on the beach. I don't. It takes effort. It, apparently, it does. Anyway, okay. Well, so that's that. Uh, yeah, that's where. That's where we're going to leave. Good for them. Cake. I, I we'll guess. See what happens.
1: This means that they're. She's probably going to have another baby, and they needed a narrative. And True. the best they could come up with was.
0: Why not? Yeah. Why not? They. They're stuck <laughs> with each other. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, today for so many is the first day of school. Yay! Uh-huh. Parents, uh-huh. how are you celebrating? 651 641 1071. Or are you doing what I did and unexpectedly crying when you Aww. think about it? <laughs> Give us a call. We'll talk after this on My Talk 1071.